0: hello and welcome to our podcast uh, bush for the last um uh well 10 months on and off uh, you and i have spent time in our bedrooms doing these podcasts um yeah. and i've noticed something uh, right now um but I've, I've never really investigated it further i don't know what your tech setup is but um one of the two monitors that I'm using in front of me is is on a book, just to raise it to the same height as my main monitor. Uh-huh. Um, so for ten months, this book has been out of action, and I've not had the chance to look at it or read it. Full steam ahead! It is uh, an illustrated history of
1: steam railways in oh, the United my Kingdom. Word. That is unbelievable. Someone's really missing out by the fact that that book's been taken out of circulation, is not it, eh? They are, but equally you could say that um, for the last 10 months, that book
0: is what the strength of this show has been built upon.
1: I'd like to put a little mini phoner out there based on this, and this is obviously a weird phoner because it's on on a podcast, but do feel free to get in touch, at uk. What is the weirdest book, the most niche book you've got in the house that you've never read?
0: oh my goodness
1: this is really really good this is really really good yes yes because i've not read full steam ahead it does i don't feel like you've read it it, it doesn't have that i've read it feel about it so it's one of them books isn't it? you might have been given it as a gift because people think, oh, you're into that if you've got a niche book which you've never read and probably never going to read tell us about it <laughs> They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie.
0: Some amazing news. Bush, I've had a delivery that's arrived at my house this lunchtime. If I knew what was coming to my house, it also would have gone to yours. Let me explain. It's our uh, magazine, uh, our secret magazine. <laughs> stuff, <right? laughs>
1: you normally get <laughs> them delivered um, to work, but...
0: I, yeah, it's, it's not that, all right? It's not okay, that. Okay, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> Last week, some chap was emailing me saying, oh, we've got a delivery for you. Are you going to be there? You know what I'm like with admin. Terrible. I Kept on putting it off. And I eventually replied saying, oh, look, we're working from home. So uh, thanks, but no. Um, He replied back saying, oh, well, you know, if you're happy to send me your home address, we'll send it to home. And just to, to pass it all off, I was like, yeah, okay, here it is. Bye. What has turned up today is quite incredible. Do you remember... year ago on the show, uh, we were trying to come up with a brand new perfect flavour of crisps.
1: (laughs) It sounds like us. I think I remember doing that. Yeah, it does sound like (laughs) someone we we would do. Um, And we had a call from a bloke called Jack
0: who came up with a brand new flavour of crisps, KFC flavoured crisps. Obviously, you and I got very excited, shut the whole thing down and was like, well... This is amazing. What a great idea.
1: Yeah, I remember that. We kind of like thought, you know, perchance to dream, that would be great.
0: But then we moved on to the next thing. Let me go to this little card that has been addressed to you and I. Hi, Bush and Richie. Back in March, you were on air, trying your hand at inventing new crisp flavours. And one of your listeners phoned in and suggested KFC flavoured crisps. Well, your listeners spoke and Walkers were listening. We weren't able to get you on the honours list, but we can provide you with some of the first samples of the brand new Walkers Max KFC flavoured crisps try. Try Bush no. in one hand, Walker's Max Kentucky Fried Chicken crisps in the other hand. Walker's Max Double Crunch KFC Zinger Flavored Crisps. It's happening. This is
1: unbelievable. This is huge. So something that we've done on our show, and you know more so, and obviously you guys, our listeners, are the driving force behind everything that we do. Something that one of our listeners has come up with with an idea has actually made it into the the fleet of crisps that Walkers are putting out there. That's been huge. Spot on. Jack, we hope you're
0: out there hearing this news as well. It's incredible. Here's the frustrating thing, Bush. (laughs) Three of each flavour are here at my house. You're 50 miles away in Leon C.
1: Oh, no. I can hear them. That's the worst bit about it. I can hear them in the background.
0: I will not try any of these crisps until you are in possession of them as well. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to pop to the post office... Send you three packs in the post when you've received them. We can both try them at the same
1: time on this show, so it's you, me, and the listeners all in this together. That would be amazing. I really appreciate that because anyone who listens to this show regularly knows that if I'm ever off or whatever, there's always stuff that's delivered in that you and (laughs) producer Adem get to eat. So this has been an ongoing theme. So it'd be nice to turn this one around in 2021. I appreciate that. People are reacting
0: as you would imagine, Bush, with this uh, massive news. Rui says, this is superb. Dream come true for millions. Can't wait to try them when they eventually end up in the shops. Rui on that,
1: they're in the shops already. Look them out. I tell you what, uh, if if this has happened with our crisp idea what next then for the mince beef toasty watch this space you know the big companies fine over at Findus something like that uh, David has tweeted a comment which is gonna uh, make me not sleep this evening which is two flavors one bowl thank you very much for that David Pedro <laughs> yeah. says I need to try these I thought you guys were on a wind-up no it's for real that would be the cruelest wind-up ever <laughs> I don't want to start the weekend with a disagreement, but can you help settle uh, an ongoing issue that we've got in our house at the moment? Uh, my other half, Katie's is from Northumberland. And, uh, you know, on a weekly basis, I'm learning about new stuff that is just the norm up there that I'm not aware of, because obviously I grew up in Devon, that kind of thing. Uh, With it being freezing at the moment, she keeps complaining about getting what I would consider to be a fictional cold weather illness, which is a thing called chillblains. She's been going on about if it gets any colder, I'm going to get chillblains. (laughs) Have you ever heard of chillblains before? That can't be a thing. I don't know, but I feel like I've heard that in Biker Grove. I can't even believe it. If it gets in the corner, I'm going to totally get chill uh, She keeps going on about it. She, uh, this won't help me doing that impression, that's for sure. But um, it seems to be a thing, right? Uh, it, it affects your feet or your hands. And this is this what makes me think it might be a fable or a myth. Uh, she says that the only way to protect protect against Chilblains or to uh, stop getting Chilblains is to wrap your feet or your hands in lamb's wool. I've Do got I mean? a feeling... I've got a feeling... Didn't Edmund Hillary get Chilblains
0: when he climbed Everest?
1: <laughs> Isn't that... But that's like... What's the one where you lose your toes and that when you're going up mountains and stuff like that? Oh, no, that's what I'm thinking. Sorry, that's what I'm thinking. What's that called, though? Frost is frostbite. It's not... It can't be Mm. chillblains, surely. And also, wrapping it up in in the wool of a specific animal sounds a bit Jason and the Argonauts. Paul has tweeted, I'm from
0: Northumberland. Chillblains happen when your cold hands get warm too quickly. They are
1: painful. I confirm it is a thing. Uh, Jojo says, Chillblains, 100% a thing. I got them at school after being forced to go canoeing. (laughs) (laughs) Being forced to go canoeing Forced I have been sent
0: some NHS uh, bump on chillblains. Do take paracetamol Do wear warm waterproof clothing Don't put your feet or hands on a radiator and don't smoke or have
1: drinks that have caffeine in them. This is this is ridiculous. I, I genuinely think this is a made-up ailment and no-one at any point has addressed Katie's thing that you have to wrap them in lamb's wool to stop it. Elaine's tweeted to say it's sometimes known as per, pernio, which sounds like, a, I don't know, three o'clock in the afternoon on a Sunday ITV detective series. Pernio?
0: Either that or a very nice red...
1: here's a question do you ever hear about something that someone else does like one of your friends or whatever and then you're fascinated about their thought process or what why they do the things that they do let me explain uh richie told me this morning on text we've got like a little uh whatsapp chat group for home time because believe it or not we do actually plan this stuff uh, and he told me this morning that last night we were talking about why everyone got up to last night uh he went out in the car and drove up the dual carriageway and back down again just to give the car battery a recharge is that right richie Is that some What you did? Yes, pretty much. I stand by my actions. So
0: I'm a man that thinks about a lot of things. And as I've been washing up and looking out the kitchen window at the driveway, I've seen my car and it's sat there and not moved for about three weeks now. And it's been concerning me because I've been thinking. It's going to get a flat battery. It's going to get a flat battery. But of course, you know, we, we, we're staying at home. We can't go anywhere uh, with, with everything that's going on right now. And I thought to myself, how do I avoid this but stay within all the rules? So what I did was when the show finished last night, seven o'clock, <laughs> I got in the car, got onto the A10, and I drove about 10 miles down the road to a roundabout, went round the roundabout and drove back. And I kind of figured, well, that will keep the car battery charged. I've not got out of the car. I've stayed within the rules. And now I don't need to stress about getting a flat battery, even though
1: I don't need the car. So even <laughs> if I had a flat battery, it's not really an issue. Do you know what I find it fascinating, though, because I'm the total opposite kind of person. There are, there are two different types of people in this world. There's people who are preppers like Richie, who do stuff just in case because you never know what's going to happen and they want to be prepared. And there's people like me who will see the car whilst doing the dishes, not think to twice about it get in it turn the engine over and it's flat and then just hit your head against the steering wheel and go damn i wish i'd have driven it around a little bit and i, I am fascinated by it because my dad is a prepper like you richie my dad nigel's the same where he'll have like a little bag of stuff in the car for any eventuality he'll always do that thing every weekend he'll normally go and get the tire pressure checked and it, this doesn't have to be car stuff this could be literally everything you know you're thinking ahead uh, erica's been on she says my sister-in-law's nan used to turn the tv off to give it a little rest Hey, it's a good idea. You don't want to burn the tube out.
0: Tracy says, my last telly went up in smoke. Luckily, I was there and I wow. saw it happen. So I always unplug it at the mains at the night, just in case. I also unplug the skybox just in case the dish gets hit by lightning. Oh, my <laughs> word. This is oh incredible. Words. Tracy, you're my <laughs> kind of person. Uh, Gina's on the phone. Uh, are you a worrier like me, Gina? I am, yeah. Every um, couple of days when I go shopping locally at, um drive much further than I need to to keep my battery topped up, so, yeah.
1: Wow, and is this this because something bad has happened to you before? Because Richie's been putting some scare stories out there about batteries going flat if you don't give the car a good run every so often.
0: Yeah, I've been stranded twice and had to, like, ring my dad and his friend to come and get us and charge up my battery so I
1: can get going again.
0: (laughs) I feel like it's vindication coming my way, Bush.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, definitely. (laughs) Um, very quickly, because we were in the earlier part of the show we we're talking about my other half is from Northumberland, and she's talking about mm-hmm. this cold weather, uh, saying that she might get a thing called chilblains. We've not really had any real official clarification on it. <laughs> is chillblains just a northeast thing? Whilst you're on <laughs> Gina, uh, I used to hear about chilblains when I was younger,
0: when I lived in. Um, um... Washington and Gates said, like, like my mum and dad used to talk about chill and getting chill blames, and, and me nanny, but I've never had chill I don't think. Um, okay, fine. No. <laughs> I can't believe this has become such a big issue. <laughs> Cheers, Gina. Oh, bye. Thank you.
1: Thanks. Uh, do you know what? To be fair, there's quite a few coming through here. Andy says every week I flush the loo and run the tap in the ensuite for the spare room as it's never used and I don't want it to dry out. <laughs> Is that even a thing? It just drying out. Like, I mean, I've heard of a tiger that came to tea drinking all the water in the taps, but this is ridiculous. Uh, Danny says I have a bag in my car for every eventuality, including a warning triangle, and I check my tyres and oil regularly. I'm a huge prepper, and just in case.
0: sensible behaviour. Stephen says I always carry a pair of wired headphones in the bag I take to work in case my Bluetooth headphones run out of battery. That's a good idea. There you go, Beth. Beth is another one. Beth, you worry like me. Yeah, I am. <laughs> what do you do? Um, so I really like wildlife, um, and I go on a lot of walks. So whenever I go out for a walk, I'll put a bag of birdseed in my bag, and then if I see a squirrel or a bird. I can entice it in with the seed.
1: Wow, what a fantastic (laughs) bit of foresight. So you've done that just in case. You happen to see a friendly-looking squirrel or bird that you might want to entice a bit closer to you to have a look.
0: Yeah, and with winter, you know, they've probably not got as much food as in summer, so I like to think I'm helping
1: them out a bit. (laughs) Exactly,
0: Beth. And here's what confuses me. Why is it that Bush laughs at me for driving my car to a roundabout and back just to charge the battery, yet you're going out with birdseed and he thinks it's wonderful? (laughs) I mean, we're, we're both very prepared, but just did very different things.
1: It's <laughs> weird, though, isn't it? Because because bird like birds and particularly squirrels and that. Now, do you think squirrels have got more cocky than ever before? Because they'll come right up to you. They're like um Rocky Gibraltar monkeys now. Squirrels, aren't they? <laughs>
0: I think it's either one way or the other. Um, they either very, very friendly or they'll run a mile as soon as they see a person.
1: Yeah, well, I, I'm going to do the same thing. I, I might not agree with Richie's taking the car for a spin in the evening on your own to charge the battery, but I'll certainly bring some bird feed out with me and see what happens if I go into yeah. a local wildlife spot.
0: <laughs> and then if you get a peckish on your walk, you've always got a backup snack.
1: And Wildlife Corner returns
0: on Home Time <laughs> next week <laughs> at five. <laughs> <laughs> We want to hear from you right now uh, to find out what your cliffhangers are. So let's explain. Last week, uh, on Friday, we could go today. We heard from Becky, who was telling us that she was trying to complete a thousand-piece jigsaw over the weekend. Was she going to be able to do it? Uh, we heard from Ray, who was waiting to get his hearing test back from the RAF to see if he'd lost his hearing even further because of being too close to jet planes. If there's anything going on this weekend, and we know times are difficult, So it's tricky. So if there's anything going on this weekend that will make us want to call you on Monday to find out how it went or what happened, get in touch with us right now. 8.12.15 for texts or tweets at Absolute Radio. It's kind of like your very own weekend cliffhanger.
1: Do you remember Rocket Man, that uh, black and white weekly uh, like entertainment program that was on when you were a kid? I remember like there was this spate of like black and white movies and stuff that used to come on, and he'd always have a ridiculous cliffhanger at the end of one episode and pick up <laughs> at the start of the next. It's that, and lockdown at the moment, I don't know about anyone else, I've found entertainment in anything, even the most mundane things. Mentioned earlier on, a couple of us watching out the window here from the top floor of our house to see whether this Tesco bag was going to land onto the windscreen of a parked car a couple of doors down. <laughs> that is the level uh, we were, the yardstick that we're judging entertainment here. So don't don't sit there thinking, oh, they won't be interested in you know whether my big shop's going to arrive from Iceland on Monday. That's exactly the kind of thing we're after. Uh, my seven-year-old
0: daughter promised her teacher and classmates on their Zoom call this morning that by Monday day's call she will be able to exhibit the lego hogwarts castle that i've had in the box for two years it's over six thousand pieces and comes with four instruction manuals i made a flippant promise to her that i'd build it but now the expectation of an entire class of seven-year-olds is weighing heavy i don't know if there are actually enough hours in the weekend to build it i'm
1: bricking it do you know what? My other half, Katie, has got a, a VW camper van thing still in pots. She's, she's taken all the Lego out or out of all the packets and divided them up, but there's so much work involved there. I, I don't know if it's going to be able to do it. We'll have to find out on Monday's show. Uh, Jane says, this is a great cliffhanger. I've had a card from the post office to pay £1.50 missing postage. I have no clue what it is, but it's being delivered on Monday. Now, if there's a cliffhanger, that's for sure. Here's one from Nathan in Doncaster. I've just bought a water intake valve for my washing
0: machine because it's making Making some weird noises and not filling up I'm fitting it tomorrow and seeing if it works a friend said it was the drum and it might set fire so if it is the water intake surely it'll put itself out fingers crossed Nathan let's hope you can pick up on Monday and and this has gone all right uh, Carl has another one Carl what's going on this weekend well I'm uh, fitting a new engine I've built into my 1972 marsh marina In fact, I'm just taking it out as we speak funny enough
1: right wow OK, and where, where's the cliffhanger element to this? What, what are we going to need to tune in on Monday to find out? Will it work?
0: I've been put from scratch
1: myself. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so it's just a little bit like, well, you know,
0: is it going to ever run again? That is the question, I think. So we could call you on Monday's show and you could be out in your garage or your driveway and turn the key on the Morris, Mar- Morris Marina. We'll, we'll hear immediately whether it's worked or not. <laughs>
1: We can try it, yeah, if it's at the right time, definitely. Wow, high stakes. We will find out on Monday's show. Can't wait to find out. (laughs) Sweet. Have a good time, boys. Take care. Well, there you go. There's the podcast in the bag. Do get in touch with us if there's a niche book that you have never read, hometime at Absolute Uk. I'm going to be honest. I can't even remember the last time I read a book. I mean, I just walk around with audio books and stuff now if I'm going down to the shops to get something and scuttle back to the house again. can you remember the last time you actually read a book? Uh
0: yes. Uh niece on the beach around
1: about oh, would have, would have been before Rocco's born, so about three and a half years ago. Isn't that unbelievable? You know, books used to be, you know, everyone was reading books back in the day, you know, your Shakespeare's <laughs> and stuff like that. Nowadays, they are dying out. It's unbelievable.
0: On that bombshell, I'm gonna move this monitor and start reading Full Steam Ahead. <laughs>